did that. Put him in the aisle. It's a shotgun snap. Final play of the game. Ron waiting for the wideouts to get downfield. Launches the throw down toward the goal line. Going up. Ball tipped in the air. Touchdown. Gordon Westerkamp. Nebraska wins the game on the final play of the contest. Oh, baby. Back to throw is Martinez. Now being chased, throws it out. A flat Burkhead makes a catch. Slips a tackle. 25 20, 15 10, 5. Rex Burkhead. Touchdown, Nebraska. All right, everybody. What's going on? Thanks for joining us here on Church of the Corn. We got our national edition. That's what we tell ourselves. So we try to do that at least once a week so we can cover everything else besides Nebraska football, even though that's what we're going to be starting off with tonight. Well, let me introduce my fine co-host, Fitz. Fitz, how are you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Just uh, It's Wednesday. Seems like a long week, but uh, we'll, we're going to trudge through and brace for the, uh, for the uh, Arctic tundra that's going to be laying over omaha over the next uh well we're going to have a heat wave tomorrow and then it's just going to get damn right damn cold i'm not looking forward to that isn't it still weird kind of getting used to it i know this is only our second show that we've done on a wednesday but isn't it still kind of it feels weird getting used to the the middle of the week kind of show maybe it's just me and i'm old no no i i agree i it's just it's but it's you know the schedule is good you know you get in that routine or whatever but um yeah i don't know it's I say it's good to have the boys back together. There we go. It's always good. It's always Un- good. Unfortunately, Drake cannot be with us this evening. He is um, covering Creighton basketball, which is apparently more important than this show. I didn't think we could cuss anymore on the show, and you just said the C word. Yeah, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that word. But um, since I don't want to keep cussing, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go to a, another podcast that didn't cuss at all. Um, oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> just I just had, one. Just one or two. And there was that moment that I was like, I wonder how he feels, but he just, you know, he just rolls with it. And I'm they he hears it all day, every day, I'm sure. So well, and, and obviously we're talking about when when Coach Matt Rule was on with uh Will Compton and uh Taylor Luan busting with the boys. Uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to that podcast yet, it's about a three hour podcast. Um I'll say if, if you're not a busting fan, it's a great episode. The first 45 minutes is just I'm kind of bullshitting, but then the rest of the episode is Matt Rule. It is a phenomenal episode. Fitz, you got a chance to check it out, right? I did. I uh, I listened to it um, actually yesterday and then I went back and listened to some of it again today. So it was it was really good. And Isn't and it I, amazing how good of a – I mean, granted, he's the, the a preacher's, preacher's son, but isn't he one of the best – speakers engagement wise you feel like nebraska's had since to probably i just know that's hallowed ground but i'm just i just gotta say it but there's this it's just a, a natural innate ability to to talk and what what i kept coming back to and it's you know you get you get sucked into um compton and and taylor like how excited they were right and how kind of pumped up and just they were buying into everything that he was saying so you get a little bit of that 
But the way he talks, though, just on they ask him a question, and it's not it's not rehearsed, it's not practiced. You it's you can tell it's genuine. That's that's the word. So he goes from he goes from genuine, but then when he really starts to go, like you know, he's trying to in a way sell some things. Like then it just turns it up. You know, it's not ten; it turns it up to Spinal Tap eleven, and you're just you just you're just entranced with it, and you you really do. And that's I'll just keep coming back to that. He believes what he's saying, and it's not because he's trying to pull something over on someone. It's the fact that he he truly believes that it's worked. It works. He's seen it work. Baylor Temple things like that, and so. And that's why. So, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was pumped up. What what was kind of the what was the highlight for you? Like what part we kind of then dissect different pieces of it? You you know what? Actually, one of my favorite things that Matt Rule said on uh, and I, I put this on Twitter and it was just it was real early in the interview and they didn't know how to approach it. And you could tell the guys are kind of nervous on how to ask it. But they said, well, when when you left. Carolina, he goes, whoa, 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 guys, I didn't leave. I got fired. Yeah. And and he, he just said, you know, that's that's an advantage I've got going into the transfer portal where you've got these guys where it didn't work out where they previously were. I can use my experiences failing and show these guys how to be able to rebound and essentially rebuild their careers because just because it didn't work one place doesn't mean it won't work another place. To me, that that's the sign of a guy that's failed and he's done it on a public scale and he's done it a couple times, but he's always rebuilt himself stronger and better. And that's a guy you can ride with because you know, he's been through the shit. Yeah. And there's, there, there was such a sense of humility about that. You know, he says, I had to, I had to make a decision and I've got to think about my family. I've got to think about my future, you know, things like that. And, you know, essentially some, some things happen for a reason, what he talked about. But what he what he said connected to that was I have to either stay home and pout and, and, and pity myself or get up the next morning and take my son to school. And they circled back to it later on and said, you know, and then you could feel sorry for yourself on the drive home. But you can't do that in front of my kids. Like I, he's got to. Those whatever are, your persona is, it's got to be those, it's got to yeah. be dad or tough guy or whatever the hell you're putting out there. It's got to be that because every those are those those are those teachable moments, and that's really a thread that was was going through a lot was the fact that and and a lot. I mean, all coaches want this; they want good people. I don't care if it's if it's the Nebraska women's rifle team, if it's volleyball, if it's football, if it's basketball, whatever. You want good people. You want that are going to be well-respected in the community. They're going to represent the the university themselves, their family, the coach, everybody. And he talked about stepping up and being in a position that he has to demonstrate, just like you said, he has to demonstrate that day in and day out. And there was another time that he, he used the example of the one player that stayed at Baylor. And he, he talked about, you know, uh, somebody who was one of the uh, campus individuals that was giving a tour and talked to coach rule and saw that player and told him, thank you. Like it, that part was a little bit, almost a little bit emotional. And and rule said, he's like, that's a player that people are going to remember here because he, he stayed 
he realized that it was bigger than himself and they're going to have a statue built for him. And those are those things that if, if I don't think if rule, if the type of people that rule has around him, as far as coaching staff, if those guys weren't the people to go in there and try to redeem the program, bring it back, all that stuff, then it, it may not go that way. And the parallels obviously are not the same with Nebraska, but it's an opportunity to find where it once was and try to get it back there. And that's what he said too, in the interview, he, he talked about, it's not, it's not a rebuild. It's what he wants to do is he wants to get Nebraska back to where it was. He doesn't need to take it anywhere different, right? He doesn't need to recreate what Nebraska is. They've already been to the mountaintop, the history, the passion, all that stuff. Exactly right. And he wants to get it back there and it may not have to look the same. And that's the, the big part of it. And I think as a fan base, that's something we get caught up in. And I, I would bet if you did a poll, what is 100% of the fan base want oh, to win? And at this point in time, we can't be too picky how it looks. We can't do, we can't cry because, oh, we threw the ball 51% of the time or whatever it is, if the wins are coming. So I know that was a long, long, long answer, but I think just his humility and his just way that he handled what you talked about, the disappointment, the, you know, frustration the failure if you you know to a to a point uh, and that's that's it was honorable of him no you're you're 100 correct i and i just got one point to kind of tie on to that and it seemed and this is going to go back to trev as well during the hiring process trev said that he wanted somebody that was not bigger than the university or, or did not consider themselves bigger than the university you can tell Matt Rule, and especially he said this a few times during the uh, interview with the, with the guys, but with the boys, it's about the kids. It's about getting these guys to the next level and getting them past their first contract. If I can get a guy $5 million after that first contract, life is good. You can make that on at that point. So you can tell that Matt Rule does not consider himself bigger than the university, nor do any of the coaches, unlike the previous guy that was here. Nobody's bigger than the university, and Trev knows that. Matt knows that, or Coach Rule knows that, and, and and that radiates out, and you can tell that. So, at the end of the day, you've got to win these players over, but you win these players over by being a man of your word, by getting these guys results, by helping get them to the next level, in in whether that be in professional football or whether that be in life. That's how you're going to win these guys over. But that's a must show it's I, I can't tell you I have to show you well and there has to be we don't have we don't have any empirical evidence of that right now but take two individuals Betts and Isaiah Cast, you know Garcia Castaneda they came back both sides both sides had to be willing to to talk had willing to listen to maybe give a little bit but I think from the player's standpoint, and I'm going to you know, put the player's family right in there, and you've got a little bit probably more of a connection with, with one of them uh, and the family. I know you've talked to them behind the scenes a couple of different times, but there had to have been something in there that they felt like they were going to, number one, be given a chance, but, but number two, know that they had to work for it. But there has to be something that they saw that was going to say, you know what? It's going to be worth going back here because I know this is going to happen. Not a guarantee, but at least I'm going to have the chance for this to happen. And I think that chance is development. I think that chance is being put in 
the the best situation. And with with the point of it's not it's not you know the name on the back of the jersey, right? It's the it's the N on the helmet and the colors that you're playing for and all of that stuff. He talked about that. He doesn't, and he said it on his first in his opening presser, and he said it again yesterday. He doesn't want guys that come in that are just about me. He doesn't want those young, you know, for him that are unknown. Like he just starts like, you know, picking guys, the, 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 the shiny toy because he wants to make sure that they're obviously part of what he wants to do. And they're in that lane and they're all, you know, speaking from the same um, notes and, you know, you've got a McGuire who's a young guy, but that's not, but his personality, right? He he's rule said it yesterday. He only left Carolina because he trusts rule and rule then said, Hey, he could be, I'm going to have to work hard in two or three years to keep this guy here. Oh, and so, and that's, you, and that's what his, his players say that. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, guys that were coached by this individual, I, uh, it doesn't matter that he's 23 years old. There have been guys that, that, that are professional football players right now that do this daily that have complimented his abilities as a coach. That's all that matters at this point. I don't give a shit about his age. If you've got guys that are in the league producing at a high level, endorsing this guy, I want him. Yeah. Well, and you've got, so now you've got, you've got Terrence Knighton, right? Pork chop said the same exact thing. You've got hell of a TV commercial too. Been there, <laughs> been there, done that. He played in the league. But he where he you know, where he came from and what he had to do. So he's he's been through it. Um, But he has an understanding of you want to stay in the league. Here's what you've got to do. And not everyone is, you know, a first round draft pick. Guys are going to stay. And and latch on and you might just be a special teams guy, but you've got to you've got to get there. And they believe that the work they're going to put in and the program that they run is is important. So speaking of that, let me ask you, he talked about, they asked him kind of what he sees as being the difference or what he wants to be able to put into Nebraska to bring these guys, you know, to the next level. And he talked about recovery, right? He talked about um, sleep and wellness and, and all of these things. And he's like, some schools have it, some don't, maybe we need to, and, you know, you can buy some, which Nebraska can do. What did you, what did you think about all that? Because it wasn't necessarily football related. No, it's, that's the overlooked stuff that that's not fun to do, but does some of the most good for the body, uh, cryo chambers, cryo tanks, like a cold plunge, saunas, um, Novatech equipment, Theraguns. I mean, stuff like this goes a long way. And to help them, these bodies recover. Now, that's that's not even getting into red light therapy, or um, they may have uh, sensory deprivation tanks and different stuff like that. That that does a lot of things to not only heal the body but heal the mind. Um, it, it, it's 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 that's the next level. Is is everyone can have the best weight training program in the world? The the weights are the same at, at a certain point. You can only upgrade it in equipment so much in a weight. Well, wait, so the Nebraska like 100 pound plate weighs 100 pounds in Alabama too. Crazy, right? Although a plastic plate is a lot lighter than a metal one. I'm I'm 100% on that, so. But if the plastic weighed 100 pounds and the metal weighed 100 pounds, are they the same? Absolutely not. The the metal's way heavier. 
Ask anyone <laughs> that's ever left it that way. Um, but that, and that, that's the that's the game changer is what are they doing to recover their bodies to recover from the rigors that you, that happened during football? That's that's the game changer. Do you think that's and he, and he talked about he's he's like I'm I'm a nerd I, I get into that stuff I he wants to read about it he wants to research he's gonna you know it's he's very not, interesting he's not he's not stuck in a decade he's not stuck in the and they kind of talked about this because it went into nil went into the way the game is changing he's not against it right he's not shutting the door and trying to keep all of this out he's embracing it embrace it or get it left behind and I'm wondering if part of that is. You know, he's seen it at various levels, but he also has been in the professional side. He talked about being the, the head coach of Carolina was a lot different than just being the offensive line coach, offensive line coach for the, uh, for the oh, Giants, Giants. Yep. where you've got a room and you've got, you know, uh, uh, Chris, David, is it Chris Deal, Chris Deal, David Deal, or what was it? David, is it David Deal, Chris Snee. Yeah. So professionals, right? Long tenured veteran guys. And, but he is still coaching them, right? Because he knows he can make them better, but it's that family being in there, a, a, a coach, he relates to them, you know, this and that. But then on the other side, it was the, it was, it wasn't even the management. It was the fact that there were other people saying, okay, you can have this or this. It's like, give, you know, they serve him a meal and he says, you know what, I'd love steak. And they bring him, you know, fish and chicken. And he's like, well, now I've got to choose one of these and I'm not really. And so you, you just, he's, he, you can tell that he's bringing stuff from there, things that he knows work. You know, you get an idea. It's a copycat league. So oh, if, of course. if somebody brings in the cryo chambers or if somebody brings in, you know, whatever it is, then we're going to do the same thing. And he's going to, can he, can he find a way to give Nebraska an advantage right now? And that's what I think is pretty cool. Yeah. It's it, like I said, great interview. Uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to check it out, busting with the boys with Matt rule, phenomenal interview, definitely download it. Um, let's, let's move on because there, there's a couple other big stories that have gone on nationally. Um, do you want to start with Tennessee? A current Tennessee coach or a former Tennessee coach? Um, let's start with the current because it was not to not to give any highlights away, but the idea of Tennessee was brought up in the in the busting with the boys because they have a, a non-con game in 2026, Nebraska versus Tennessee, and so that coach um, was was brought up in there. So let's just go with him. Perfect. Well. Just bringing up Josh Heupel, the uh, pretty successful Tennessee head coach, got a giant raise. So just for reference, he got a raise of $4 million. He was making $5 million. They literally doubled his salary almost. Where do you think he ranks in the SEC? One through one through 12, or one through 14, excuse me. Where do you think his salary ranks at $9 million. Oh, where it ranks. Oh, I was going to, I thought you were going to ask me where he ranks as a coach in the sec. Let's come back oh. to that. We'll just start with the money first because money. I, I have not looked, I do not know. So $9 million, sec, uh, third or fourth highest fifth. Okay. The fifth highest head coach, uh, pay wise. And the ones that are in front of him, uh, you've got Saban, Kirby smart, Jimbo Fisher and Brian Kelly. 
Okay, so I wasn't. I I had the first two. Fisher was right there. I didn't think about. I didn't think about Kelly that. was probably the one that. Yeah, Bayou did. Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, him and his family. <laughs> but so, and, and another thing is here. Here's the crazy thing about his his new contract details. His buyout would be 100% guaranteed of what he was owed if he were terminated without cause before December 15th of 25. It dropped to 75% if he were fired between December 15th, 2025 and December 14th, 2027. It does not drop below 50% his buyout. So he's got a lot of guaranteed money there. And he doesn't. And I'm not. I mean, it's the way of the seen, world nowadays. It is, and you know we've seen ads give uh, raises, right? Extensions, uh, re, you know, redoing contracts when they shouldn't. But he even he got a million dollar raise. He went from four to five ahead of the 2022 season, just you know being seven and six. So if he got if he went seven and six and got a million dollars, if if Matt Rule goes seven and six. You know, is he get a billion? But so he's been there. How long's Hypo going into his third year only? Uh, I believe so. So yeah, he's been at he's been in Tennessee for two seasons. Um, he is eighteen and eight. So I believe his first season he went seven and six, and this season eleven and two. Yep, and that, seven and six his first season. So eleven and two this previous. And it's it's oh, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Um, Hypo was what Frost was supposed to be coming out of UCF. I think we can say that. (laughs) He took a similar path. And I'll be honest, I I did not think Hypo would pan out the way he did. Um, I I have never been more wrong in my life. He's done a tremendous job. Now, I will give him, I will say this. He's got a 25 year old at quarterback in Hendon Hooker, who is pretty goddamn talented. Yeah, and he's gone, right? He's he declared for the draft. Yep, he is in the draft. And I think one of the top receivers maybe declared for the draft as well. I'd have to check my notes, but you just that's and and good for him for getting it. Number one, oh, absolutely. he's not, you know, is they they want to retain him. You know, I don't know whatever it is if you know down the line does he have other schools on his short list? You know, I gotta say but, though, I just outside of going back to Oklahoma where he is an alumni mm-hmm. is Oklahoma step up from Tennessee. I mean, they're both they're Honestly, Tennessee is, is an sec. The power conference alone right there makes me stay because the big 12 just lost their two power teams in Oklahoma and Texas. And, and I, and I almost, before I even say it, I'm actually, know, I second, guess Oklahoma's going second to the guess. sec anyway. Well, and that's yeah, what I was yeah. going to say is that, you know, does he would he go from Tennessee to Oklahoma within the SEC? Probably not. But yet we see coaches take a year off or do something, you know, go maybe go down to Alabama to get rehabilitated um, for the school that doesn't, you know, for coaches who don't coach good. But, but we'll talk about that one in a minute. He, um, I don't know. I just it's it's almost an unnecessary evil of it. But you now have to he really has to perform this season. He has to get his guys to perform. He's got to have the right coaches in the right place. So what was, you know, this season a one hit wonder or can they, can they maintain, you know, and now you're, you're throwing all these other variables into the, the equation. 
was the SEC, SEC, other than your, you know, Georgia, Alabama stuff, was it a little bit down? Was there, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not looking for a fight on that one because we know what the Big Ten West looked like. That's, I mean, that's, that was a shemockery. Yeah, that was a shemockery this year. But you just, can he do it again? The games, you know, there were very, very UCF though. Like when you're winning, um, you know, if you're going to go up and you're going to win, you know, 56 to 41 and stuff like that. And you're, you know, where USCF was with, with, you know, playing Memphis and those games. And it was, you know, they hope to hold on and it's 45 to 42 at the end of the game. Yeah. Ask me, ask me, yeah. Ask me about halfway through next season. um, If he's, if they're running strong and they've actually played a a couple of good teams on their schedule at that time. And they're, you know, five and oh, six and oh, seven and oh, something like that. Now, you know, you might, I could be a believer, but he's got, he's got a fan club. There's a lot of coaches that think he, he knows his stuff. Uh, Obviously good with quarterbacks. Um, But he is, he is legitimately growing into that job uh, and full on like veteran coach, dad bod. Um, I'm ready to be here for a long time. (laughs) You know, he reminds me, I don't know if you've seen the campaign, but he reminds me of Zach Galifianakis from the campaign with the way he talks. And I can't say anything because I talk like a, a bumpkin too from time to time, but he really talks just like him. So um, going toward the other school that we just talked about, Alabama. So former coach Jeremy Pruitt, the one that got busted for $60,000 in a uh, McDonald's bag, was cleared by the SEC. And guess who came knocking because they have no offensive or defensive coordinator right now. Oh, I'm going to flip that. In my mind, Alabama went to the SEC, told them to clear them. Touche. And then we want to bring this. Why, 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 coach, do you want to clear him? You know, I just think he's done it. You know, he's sitting sitting in the car. He's sitting out in the car. He already signed the contract. Like like Sloan's grandpa or dad on Ferris Bueller. Um, You're not quite sure what's going on, but some something's up to, up to no good, but I, I don't know. So, and that, okay. So this is a bigger conversation and you can jump back into those find the details, but so you've got a situation where, where he, where he left was probably on cause and they had some punishment and consequences and penalties and all this stuff. He goes and he's fine, takes his time off, comes back. He's, and now he's back with this other school and he's now going to get probably a bump from this too. I don't know. That's some of that stuff is, I don't know, maybe, maybe we don't need to get into these rules, but you know, what if you were forced to drop and stay down a level? What if you, you know, couldn't do such an, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's odd. It really just, it kind of starts to discredit um, the NCAA, you know, unless it was said ahead of time, like oh, here's the punishment, no. here's, <laughs> well, you know, it, even last year, so it, it happened in 2020. In 2021, he was with the Giants. He was a senior defensive analyst. Yeah. So it's not like he was without or, you know, anything like that. He still got paid by going to the NFL. Now he's going to go to the Nick Saban school for coaches who can't coach good. And he'll get his career rehabbed as well. I mean, I, 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 have no doubt about it. Pruitt will get another head coach job. 
It's just, is it three years or is it five years? Unfortunately. And yeah, I, I mean, it is what it is at this point with, with that whole shebang, but um, SEC going to SEC. But speaking of SEC, I have, this is kind of what I want to finish up with because this will take us a few minutes, but er, this is early, 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 obviously, because we haven't had spring yet because it's fucking January, but the uh, hot seat 11 and talk. two. Okay. Oh, you're not asking for my record prediction for the Huskers? I do like that, but uh, we're, we're going <laughs> to wait on that. We got to build the suspense throughout the year, Fitz. Jesus. I don't know how this whole thing works. Sorry. We've only no, been you, doing it. We've only been doing it a year. Uh, almost literally a year on the dot. So that's, yeah, it's been a crazy year. So let's do a little hot seat talk, okay? I've got a coach in the Big Ten. Tell me if he is on the hot seat, and it's not Ryan Day. Yes. Pat Fitzgerald. Northwestern is he on the hot seat? Okay, so I don't know. I'm not avoiding or, or, or evading the question. It's okay. I'm gonna throw like five coaches at you. No, that's fine. But the hot seat for Fitzgerald is different. It's it's more of a air fryer. Um, it's 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 heating, but it's really you can you can kind of just take it out when you want to type of thing, because I think there's just, if it gets to that point, it's never going to be a firing. I think he's going to walk away. Mutual decision before. Yeah. Before, you know, it gets to that point. Um, you know, it's, if they, if they struggle again this year, you give them a couple games, two, three, what'd they go one and <laughs> there it is. One and 11. Yep. Um, gosh, hey. who did they beat? And That's gonna be a really bad trivia question in like ten years. I know silence and me shaking my head thinking about that on a podcast isn't good, but it's just anyway. Um, it's unfortunate, yeah, but true. But it, could it be? I don't know. If they start one and four, two and five, something like that, maybe maybe something happens. What do you? Is he on the hot seat? Not at all. Um, <laughs> just I don't. Northwestern's not going to get a better coach than Fitzgerald. Everything pretty much bottomed out for him last year. You know why? Why? Why can't they get? Okay, so this that just makes me scream in my head. Well, Nebraska can't recruit any better than they do. Wrong. But why can't Northwestern? I know what my answer would be. Why can't they get a better coach? Academic standards. Um, the, the university in itself, it, it's it's a beautiful university, and it's one of the top academic institutions in the entire country. Problem Especially is, if you want to be a journalist or a media member. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is most Uber athletes don't register with the top academics in the country. That's my nice way of putting it. And it's just it's hard because Northwestern has a tradition of being a doormat. Um it's almost been a training job for guys before they take the next job. Yeah. And there, and, and that's where I was going to say it's there's, there's not a big investment from the university for football, right? Support. Um, you know, they are going to have the, the new what, Ryan center, yep. uh, the practice facility, stuff like Beautiful that looks, facilities. Out, looks out over Lake Michigan and you, you have that appeal, but you're right though. It, it can be, it, it, it it's, it's difficult, but 
on the same side, you know, you get somebody maybe like a, a Heupel, who is a, a, a offensive coordinator at, you know, Oklahoma, gets his shot, does some good things at UCF. And again, it's now it's, you know, it's, it's road one or road two. We got Frost. The next step up. And then what's the next step up? And so maybe, you know, maybe somebody can can go there. I like your answer, Fitz. Let's stay in the Big Ten for the next one. Tom Allen, Indiana. Um, warmish. I'm going to say his, his seat on a one to five. I'm going to say it's a, at about a four. Yeah. I think it is at least. Um, I'm right there. I, I, I'd say three. That's where my warmish. I'd say three or four. You're, yeah, I can Indiana, buy that. It's, it's a tough school to win at but they've proven that they can at least get to 500. They just have not been consistent whatsoever. Um, that's that's the the word for me is consistent. Yeah. I, you never know what the, you're going to get. No, you don't. And look at the teams, and I don't, you know, Ohio State is, yes, but you put players into there and they play the same way. The system, you know what you're going to get. Penn State, you know what you're going to get. Pro sets, um, running the ball, throwing the ball, play action, utilizing the tight end, having a couple good, you know, receivers that you can mix in, and then just really good linebacker and and front line play. Um, the West, whatever we want to say, but Iowa, they're consistent. Yep. You know, sometimes consistently mediocre, sometimes consistently better than everybody else in the in the West for sure. Same thing. Now, Wisconsin is changing. So that's going to bring. But I think where I'm going with this, Indiana is inconsistent, inconsistent. They fluctuate. They, you know, for a while they want to let's we want to be just, you know, run and gun. Let's let's go all the way back to um, now I'm going to draw a blank. Who was the quarterback who was kind of a quarterback receiver, then went to the NFL? Yes. A Randall L type of thing. Right. Let's hope we have that. And, you know, gadgets, gimmetry, gimmicks, all that stuff. So, um, I don't know. It's – I'd say – but he also, I think, kind of didn't endear himself with the fan base last year. Um, I think he had some some issues maybe with, with the higher-ups, the management type of thing within within the school, if I if I recall. So, yeah, I'd, 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 you've talked me into it, into the four. I, I'd say he's going to be the name – probably for the big 10 that's going to come up most uh, in that conversation spring through summer. Makes sense. So I got five names. I just want a yes or a no on these Florida, Billy Napier. No, I'm going to say yes. And the only reason I say yes, I'll just give a quick explanation. The way the NIL collective situation has been handled this off season. Other than that, I would say no, but it's been a dumpster fire. Let me again. I'm raising my hand on a podcast. There you go, audience. But that's not technically that's not on him, right? No, it's not on him at all. But I think he's going to be the face of it. Unfortunately, he'll take the yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. Mario Cristobal at my or Cristobal at Miami. I'm at about a two on him. I was going to say two or three. I'm warm. It's the seat's warm, but it's not. It could cool off real quick. Mel Tucker, big game Mel, or Midnight Mel. I'm gonna. You're gonna. I want you to tell. What's his buyout? 
Uh, it's not cheap. I can tell you that. If he struggles this year, it gets real warm. Um, I'm saying about a two or a three right now. Yeah, I think I, I would be at about a two right now. Um, if it's a bad year, it ramps up to about a five, though. Um, two coaches that are going to be going to the SEC, Brent Venables. You think he's on that? I don't think so either. I no. Quick one. What about Steve Sarkeesian? I'm in the same boat as, as Venables. I, I go no on that one. No, I think the the public the public per, public perception of of Sarkeesian puts him on the hot seat. That's where people want him. But if he he's used to falling off the seat, <laughs> the bar seat. If oh, yeah. he bar stool. If he, if he has the right people behind him, he's gonna he's gonna be able to hold on a lot longer. Um, and I think he's, but you know, if he, they're losing some guys, um, they haven't had the consistency, but they've had, you know, some wins, but they've also struggled at times when they probably shouldn't. So, um, I'd say he and, and, and Alan, for me, going back to that could be the two guys that maybe their names start to, uh, come up a little bit more often with, with that, especially going into the sec for Texas. All right. I got one last name. Then we'll, we'll close up on this guy, and then we'll close the show down. Jimbo no. Fisher. Oh, I thought you were going to say Matt Rule. Um, no, his is already at a three. It's fine. <laughs> it's just it's, it's on warm. It's on simmer the entire well, time you're in Nebraska. He didn't get all offensive linemen, so some people already have him at a six. <laughs> um, I think Fisher is – I think uh, – no, I I wouldn't say hot seat. I I, I don't know. I it's a it's an odd one because again, I think he's gonna. It's almost like he's gonna run himself out. It's not like somebody else is gonna make that decision for him in a way. I think it's he's monetary gonna, at this point. It's it's monetary. It's you know saying stupid stuff, picking fights with with other coaches. You know, doing the stuff off the field. You know, and then you know not being able to to support it. So um, we're aware that he's got a fully guaranteed contract until 2031. And his buyout is somewhere in the range of, depending on the actual date of his dismissal, if fired next season, somewhere between 76 and $78 million. Now that'll get, That'll be the Bobby Bonilla payment plan. So he'll be getting that. His his great 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 grandchildren will be uh, recouping some of that. But you know, there's the if he gets hired again, you know, some of that goes away and and on and on. But um, I just at some point in time, and I know this wasn't the point of the question. The the market has to restabilize this and get it. Somebody's got to have to because. Look at what Mel Tucker got, right? And what did he have? What did he have on his resume, you know, at that point to, to warrant that much money? Jimbo Fisher. Um, can I, get you can I redirect? So you're saying uh, Pat, Fitzgerald, Pat Fitzgerald's getting a raise? He might get a fat raise. You never know. He might get a, a fat raise. All right. Let me let me ask you a couple couple quick questions. Do the little speed fire here. You're talking about coaches on the hot seat. Those were head coaches, right? How many 
more seasons as Brian Ferenc at Ferenc at Iowa. As long as he wants to be at this point, apparently. Which is good for everyone else. Yeah, hey, nepotism's a son of a bitch. But, you know, you look at that. Um, how long's Dion at Colorado? Three years max. I, I don't see it. I see him taking the Mel Tucker route. I think he'll do good things at Colorado um, as good as they can, which would be about 500. Not necessarily he'll go 500 this year, but that's kind of where I see them peaking. It'll just plateau. It might have one good season and then it falls, you know, and it levels out. To he, he's smart enough to take the jump. Okay. And then I don't know. We'll get into a lot of this come springtime and even in the next season. Um, Kansas next year, are they able to maintain what they started this year? I do think so because they'll return Jalen Daniels, um, the, the the running back who had a hip fracture, I believe, should be back. Uh, wide receiver should be fully healthy. Leipold's a good coach. I, mm-hmm. I trust the process that he's got going on down there and with them making the investment into the football facilities. Um, I, I, I see good things for Kansas football going forward. And that could mean 500, but – that's a lot better than where they were. All right. And then my last speed round question, pick two or three and one, and they can't, can't be Nebraska. What are the, who are the two or three schools that will make college football and next season better if they are back on the winning path? Oh, that's or a stay good. on the winning path. Uh, you know, I personally, I like when USC is good. Um, I like having a Pac-12 team out there to watch. Um, you know, I that's that's and since we can't say Nebraska, I, I want to see, and this is maybe a default, but I want to see Ohio State, and Michigan good again because that makes the division the Big Ten better. I'm gonna go with. I went USC. I wouldn't be mad to see a Florida team bounce back as well. I was just thinking Florida State for some reason. I don't know why, and it probably just goes back to you know. What I'd be okay know with from. the Seminoles. I, I I'm not a fan of Miami. I could I would be Seminoles or Gators. Give me one of those two, and I'd be okay. I'm more. I think I get more in line with what you know Florida State being better for some reason. Um, and it's weird too, and. And it's getting that way anyway. And maybe it's just, maybe it's social media. Maybe it's just a lot of different things to go into it. But it seems like when Tennessee is better. Tennessee is, some, is a fun one. It's, you know, um, and they're, and they're good too, but not, I'm not a fan of the coach at all, but LSU, I can always kind of get in that, that idea that, you know, having a, because especially those night games, right. When you know yeah, that it's going to be down in death Valley, down in death Valley and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, we know that we know the answer and most people around would say Nebraska, um, you know, they're going to media members want to, you know, step on them when they're down, but at the same time, they're like, Oh, if they could get back up there. It's going to be great for the sport, but yeah, well, we got to cover it. Take okay. shot after shot after shot. So yeah, it's, that's interesting. That's good stuff. Yeah, well, I, that's actually good. I, let's re. I kind of want to revisit that that question on Sunday as well. If if uh, yeah, well, yeah, there's a possibility we might have to revisit that question. Sunday, I might so. I might do a little bit more uh, thinking about this too, and just kind of look at because I started. You know, my mind was going okay, conferences, but you've there's so many that 
kind of put, you know, sometimes it's just having that team that can maybe be a little spoiler in a, in a division or something like that, but just, and also then, you know, the memories, I don't know, maybe it, maybe it has to be one of the Arizona schools. I mean, God for, you know, they could climb back up. I don't know. Fitz, I like this question. We're going to have to revisit this, but let's call this bitch. Let's call it a night. Um, Thanks for joining us tonight, my man. It was, it was, it was a good one. Good. It was, it was thought provoking. I mean, I tell you, we said it before we could, we could have done, we could have done not as long, but you know, 45 minutes just on rule on that, on that podcast, because I mean, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what. Oh, we could have went another 30 easy. He, the mindset that's there. It's not, it's not, that's all. It's not fake, right? It's that genuine Absolutely word not. that it's you genuine. said. He, he's a professional. It's going to take a lot more to fail now than it is to win. And I always kind of equate that with, you know, with, you know, thinking about school and stuff like that. You got to work really hard to fail at stuff. And it seems like that's kind of where we were and not going to let that happen. I think the road to success is a lot smoother right now. And I know there's some, it's, it's been back and forth. I, I don't think they're as far off as, and whether it's coach speak or not, I just, I don't be- personally believe it's as far off as some people want to say it is, but that's topics for the off season. Let's talk the rebuild, re- you know, reload, all that kind of shit. That's that's I've seen a poll question floating around about that. So let, let's chat yeah. off air about that one and we'll bring that one on air, but let's call it. I like it. Fitzy, have a good night, my man. Thanks for joining us, everybody. It was a pleasure as always. And uh, we'll talk to everybody later. Members of the congregation, let's raise our Kool-Aid filled glasses and drink to all the things that were, are, and forever will be Nebraska Cornhuskers. Go Big Red.